Hey everybody, we at Podgave Rock and Roll Do You want to make it clear that we don't mean any offense by our comments, critiques, or opinions. We're not music critics, just buddies that use talking about music as an excuse to hang out. Also, our language is intended for adult ears. Enjoy! Cause I'm in the shit house Wish I played in a rock and roll band Somebody give me a dollar Ask if, if you guys have ever heard this. I'm not sure if this is a legend or if this is. I think it's true. I really feel like I know this to be a fact somewhere. Do you guys ever hear that that Journey song "Lights" was actually written about Los Angeles? Because it's uh, like when the sun shines on LA. Huh. That like it was originally written that way because he was here, and then they huh. changed it. I told that to a friend of mine in San Francisco, and about I think I melted his brain. He was well, like, they're, they're, they're from. They're a San Francisco band, right? I, they are, but I think he was down here. And it, and and, and what I was thinking about that actually when I was uh, driving the other day and I was stuck on the four or five, about to, uh, coming off the ten, and like the light was setting. It's actually when I was coming up to your place, Josh. The light was setting. It was fucking perfect. Yeah, that that little stretch, like if you get it on a good day and it's clear, it's it's pretty nice. I think the bay works better though, for sure. Yeah, it it does. It does, but. It's it's fun to at least troll people from you know just about <laughs> to, it. to melt people's brains from San Fran. Yeah, I mean just in a, in a chill way, in a, in a just in an informative way. Well, speaking of lights, it is Halloween season. You didn't go with melting wait, wait. brains. Light. <laughs> I'm trying to be uh, not morbid. Hooters take out because sometimes the point speaking is of lights. <laughs> Halloween doesn't ha- well yeah I guess it does have to be morbid well at least macabre corn on the corn on the macabre should we just spend the next 10 minutes talking about the difference between macabre and <laughs> morbid morbid uh, I'm not sure or should we talk about evil in rock and roll I don't know let's talk about macabre let's go with macabre and fucking morbid <laughs> okay okay let's go let's go morbid uh, and macabre in rock like and roll how about that tastes great um, no, I'm, I'm down with some evil, the, the, the origins of evil in rock and roll. Evil! Right? I mean, I guess you start with, uh, if you think about, well, I don't know, if I think about evil or scary in rock and roll, I I think evil, the Muddy Waters song from the 50s. The Is that Muddy Waters? Willie, I've heard Howlin' Wolf do it. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Howlin' Wolf, yeah. Willie Dixon wrote it, but yeah. Wolf recorded it probably, I think probably like 52, 53 and there's so many versions of that song. Oh, yeah. It's nasty, man. But the thing I really think about for the beginning of it all, like really embracing it, is the whole Robert Johnson myth of selling his soul at the crossroads in order to yeah. become a great guitar player. And I'm convinced, A, he didn't obviously do that, but <laughs> that it was just like one of the best marketing ploys in history. Yeah. It made it legendary. <laughs> and on top of that, it's yeah. just that shock factor of like embracing the opposite of what everyone sees as good and, and virtuous and just the, the sheer like gasp of it, you know, but it, it just gives you, then it just gives you like a license to do whatever the fuck you want because you're, you've already, well, you know, if I can sell my soul, whatever. And I think to me that runs from him, obviously, you know, Howlin' Wolf and those guys would, would touch on it. But then, like, you have, like, Screaming Jay Hawkins doing I Put a Spell on You and 
Then, yeah. then all the way through to like Alice Cooper and Ozzy and, and fucking Marilyn Manson. You're becoming more shtick once you get to Alice Cooper, though. Like, I mean, the, the, just in, in terms of historically, the blues is haunting in and of itself, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you can even go back and listen to uh, Charlie Patton, Tommy Johnson, Blind Willie Johnson. It was haunting, uh, but... Cold was the ground, dark was the night. But it's haunting in the sense of being from the place where these guys came from and not just talking about the aspect of working in the fields and stuff. It is dark in the it Delta. It is. And it is loud with animals. And it's... Oh, loud it's, with animals. It, it, just at night, crickets, bullfrogs. Oh, you're talking about the South. But what I'm saying, that haunting also comes from that... It is a scary place at night. It's not only the way these things were recorded, but like you can hear it in their, their voices. The, the older blues guys, yeah. the 20s guys, are <clears throat> haunting. I mean, that's how you would describe them. Right. Well, first of all... Johnson kind of, late after them took that to the next level and he was like, ooh, I'm going to work with this haunting stuff. I don't know if he consciously did it, but... Oh, no, I mean, he, he, consci- I mean, he told people he sold us to the devil. I mean, it was... But here's the thing. Like, Robert Johnson and some of those guys, they clearly... But they ran contrary to the church. Besides just have a haunting music, yes. they were running directly contrary to the church. And I totally agree. Alice Cooper's a, kind of a gimmicky whatever, but like... Ozzy and Black Sabbath and some of that shit, man. Like, and like, they weren't worshiping the devil or nothing. Like, there's that b- great Bill Hicks skit about, I'm just sick of all this money and chicks and drugs. Like, you know, we just need to start worshiping Satan. Like, and it's, it's so <laughs> but, it, ridiculous that people thought that, but like, I think it a, definitely gets people's attention. A perfect in between where you kind of believe them, but it is also tongue in cheek is a uh, blue, blue oyster cult. Like, don't fear the reaper and some of their stuff that kind of like it has a, you know, it has a cool sound to it. It's not quite as theatrical as some other stuff. Except for Godzilla, which is fucking awesome. I would the- say their shit is not as kitschy and just more Alice Cooper kitschy. The Stones, you know, Satanic Majesty's album. I mean, they're 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 trying to do something there. I mean, Blue Blue Easter Colton and, and Sabbath and Ozzy as well. Although I think I think Ozzy probably leaned into that a little bit. Well, he accidentally bit the head off a bat at a show. But he actually bit the head off a bird in a record label meeting on purpose. Now, 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 do you think Kiss was going for the scary, evil... No, they were going for the marketing ploy part. They are Robert the most Thompson. evil. They are pure evil. <laughs> Satan incarnate. They're, they're, they're a capital. They're a... Mon- greed is good, evil. They put the E in they're, evil. Did you see the they're other the, day where... They're the, they're the Wall Street of rock. Gene Simmons apparently had like a spinal tap moment. He was being lowered down and the thing broke and he was all like sideways trying to play <laughs> and like took him a minute to get down off. I just uh, don't like them as musicians. Like, And that's my thing with Kiss and Alice Cooper. I've never been anywhere where anyone puts on either of those bands. It's like you can't listen to them, you can watch them. But no one ever listens Alice, to him. Alice Cooper is more for like his yeah. hits are more for like when you're in high school. I, definitely. When I, you're getting out of high school. More I haven't listened to much summer. of <laughs> Alice Cooper um, or, or anything like that. I mean, the songs no I does. find more evil. There's just some like, I guess some doors. It's kind of like trippy evil, like the end. And he get they get pretty dark and mysterious. Just more stuff like that where they're obviously not trying to be like, ooh, or super right. creepy. It's just dark. Yeah. Right, right, right. But like Mr. Crowley by Ozzy about Aleister Crowley, the like fucking, you know, I don't know if he was like, he was just into the occult shit in England and Egypt and all this like random weird shit. But it's, but it's all, and like, I know Jimmy Page like dabbled in some of that stuff, but it was all yeah, just more like. Zeppelin kind of leaned into it a little bit. But it was more just like, we're rich 28 year olds. We're just eccentric. Like we're not, we're not out there fucking. I yeah. mean, 
We're not sacrificing think, the like, virgins. Some of the some of the Floyd metal stuff is pretty dark, just in its tonality. Yeah, it's but it, it's like it's like it, like an intellectual like neurosis. Uh, Floyd's, a, Floyd's a stretch, I think. But it's like a um, it's like a psychological, well, dark. They're telling their friend to be careful with the axe. <laughs> true that. That's true. That's a good one. Oh, oh no! There's yeah, actually it, it, it's 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 a little scary. Okay, there's I'm, a thing of theirs fair. from the BBC. It's called Embryo, and they're just it's this really hard, like heavy, dark, like minor vamp. And like about seven minutes in, they have a baby, like cooing, on like a, a sample, which is insane. Yeah, in sixty-seven, their stuff is more ambiance. No, and it's like, not evil, but this is creepy as fuck. Like this is definitely creepy, some Halloween. Yes. Like it's really cool though. It's called uh, like I said from the BBC. It's live. Well, we can't talk about music. And evil and scary without, you know, John Carpenter scores all his fucking Yeah, he films. did the Halloween thing, huh? And he actually came out with a with an album uh, recently that I listened to, and it's just like horror music, basically. It's pretty it's pretty impressive. Well, he was a musician he, he, he before he was that. a director. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, uh, obviously, there's Guar. There is Guar. Fucking Fallis I love Gore. I don't even know if I know one Gore song, but I just love the concept of them. But you know how they sound, right? I don't know if they have songs. <laughs> yeah, I think they just sure. like, <laughs> I don't know any Gore songs, but I know the name of two Gore albums. Uh, Fallis <laughs> in Wonderland and Diarrhea of a Madman, which are fantastic. A buddy of mine it's said he was in... Yeah, <laughs> of a madman. <laughs> he just said he was, he was in Richmond, Virginia, and they were in town, and he was like out on the street, and he saw one of the guys in Guar riding down the street on a skateboard in only his underwear, an animal head, and an animal arm. I'm like, that's fantastic. Oh nice. They're really leaning into it. And but I don't know any of their songs, though. I, that's the only problem is I can't name one well, One, of the, one of the guys in Guar died a few years ago, so... Um, Rest in peace, that guy from Guar. And uh, on that note, <laughs> and on that note, you're listening to Pod Gave Rock and Nameless Roll. Nameless man of Guar. The unknown they, hey, they wore masks. Can't picture their faces. At least they wore um, masks. Jesus Christ. That's true. And we're talking about masked rock and rollers and right. the history of evil and scary and creepy oh, oh, and rock I can't and roll. I forgot. Oh, real quick. I forgot fucking Iron Maiden. Like Eddie, their like whole like. Uh, they're, I, they're, yeah. That shit's yeah. awesome. That's some great... Meta- Metallica to some extent as well. Oh, yeah, the thing that should not be. Yeah. That's based on H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, The Call of Cthulhu. Mm. Nice. I'm a big big Cthulhu fan myself. I, you look like one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> back to... Back to that On note. this other note. Uh, we are talking about Creepy Crawlies and Iron Maiden because <laughs> this week we're talking about... <laughs> Creepy Crawlies Monster and Iron Maiden. Mashed. Nice. From Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crypt Kickers' 1962 album, The Original Monster Bash, written by Bobby Pickett and Leonard Capizzi, and produced by Gary S. Paxton. What are the chances Bobby Pickett is related to Wilson Pickett? I'm going to say about fucking zero. <laughs> I'm going to say negative. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. The first thing that stands out to me about Monster Mash is I feel like this is the only Halloween song that I know. Do you, can you guys think of another staple Halloween tune? On the spot, no. Not but. like not like full on song, because like Halloween's all about. It's not about singing, right? Like singing isn't something yeah. you do when you're afraid. Yeah, it's about dressing up and going to eat candy and, and party or whatever. 
whereas like Christmas, you have a whole canon of songs, and New Year's, you have a few tunes, and Thanksgiving, nothing. Fourth of July, you have some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we should, this... we should write a fucking Thanksgiving song. <laughs> Thanksgiving the song. <laughs> yeah, sure, man. <laughs> well, maybe another Halloween song, too, because, yeah, there is no other that is like a Christmas equivalent. We can write, hey, Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> the turkey's on the table. Isn't it ironic that <laughs> Thanksgiving is an underserved song market? I like that. We could, we could work in some mashed potatoes. Right. Well, speaking of mashed potatoes, uh-huh. another funny thing about Monster Mash is this completely rips off the mashed potato, right? And it kind of hints at that in the song. Yeah. But like when you when you first hear the song, I, I mean, I, it, the doo-wop vibe. It's strong in this one. It's a novelty song that's built off of other kind of kitschy songs at the time, right? Yeah, it almost goes so far to, into the novelty <laughs> that it actually became pretty good. But it right, it accepts it. It's not trying to be. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. no, I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. Dives in head first. Like, there's for nothing sure. worse than, than like twist again. Like that yeah. shit's terrible. And but this is coming off that like mashed potato twist twist again. <laughs> Never stop yeah, twisting. It was definitely right. playing off that. It was a brilliant song. I mean, in some ways, what it set out to do and the way it succeeded. Is there any song better ever? <laughs> and it's catchy. It's really like it sticks with you. Like it. It's catchy, and that's the saving grace of the song, I think, because it's almost too kitschy for me. Like just the the mimicry in the vocal and the just playing that up and the effects that they use is a little overboard. But it has to be. All right, Josh, quick question. What's the kitschy to catchy ratio? The kitschy to catchy ratio is um, three to one. Three to one kitsch? Three to one kitsch. Really? You think it's... But Mm. See, if it was three to one kitsch, I couldn't deal with it. We wouldn't be talking about it. it So you're going, what, one and a half to one I'm going to go... I'm going to go... Because everything in the song is kitschy except for the catchy chorus. I'm going to go 65-35 catch. The chorus is that you think the chorus no, I like the overwhelms. Verse. I like working in yeah, the verses. I'm going. That's great. Going fifty-fifty. It's just a perfect mixture of both. It's a perfect a kitchen catch. <laughs> it's, a, it's the it's the old it's the old kitchen catch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect symmetrical. It's the yin yang of the fucking kitchen catch universe. It's the it's the yin yang of holiday music. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but let me let me ask you this: Is it a good song? Yes. Yeah, very good. It's great. It just it because does what it's supposed to do. Yeah, like for what it set out to do, like just the fact we're talking about it. It's, it's you know, finally you the hear best Halloween, Halloween party song, and it's fun. To be fair, it, it is for the time, and I guess now too. Like you said, Jonathan, even the verse it moves. Yeah. One night, I mean, like you're almost like you, yeah. you could do almost like the robot to it, and then the twist when the you do the mash, yeah. and it's charming. It's it's, it's like like yeah. it's like, like I'm not into musicals, but this is like a little mini musical. Well, I'm surprised there's not a video of it at the sock hop instead of like hoop skirts and. In ponytails, just everybody dressed up <laughs> in Halloween costumes, doing the right. twist on in, at the drive-through or not the drive-in or what? Not, not the drive-in. What is the milkshake place? Whatever uh, American Graffiti. What am I thinking of? Where they go with oh, oh, burgers? We, uh, no, the sock hop. No, yeah. when you when you pull up and like 
Yes. They, and they roller skate out to your uh, to the car. Sonic, not, not Sonic. <laughs> I saw some some movie the other day. A guy did that. He was roller skating out, and right before he got there, he oh, tripped yeah. and just threw I've the milkshake. I don't know what that. it was. It's funny. It's just like a meme. I think, dude. I waited tables I for a while and threw a cake on some guy one time. <laughs> Did you tell dude, me you gave me another? Was... <laughs> Don't worry, I'll get you another. Well, fortunately, um, the the candles and a little bit of the icing landed on the floor, and we were able to light three of the candles. A car hop the... is what it is. Oh, a car hop. No, okay. A sock hop, okay. I think, is like a dance. From my laboratory in the castle east. The master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abode. All right, so let's go here. Neil, what, what is your favorite part of Monster Mash? Well, my favorite part is that it's not even... We're not even hearing the Monster Mash. We're just hearing an explanation of, it. of said oh, nice. song and dance. It's an echo of the Monster Mash. Yeah, it's and it's not even that. It's just it was a smash. It was a gravy, you know. So you're saying the storytelling is your the favorite narrative. part? Just the yeah, the, and the cool way that it's this monster mash. But what is the monster? This isn't the monster mash. This is a description of the monster mash. So <laughs> what is your favorite part of the description of the monster mash? I would say what you were just talking about before the delivery of like boom 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 boom. So you like the melody as well? But it's not even. It's almost like the the swing of it because it's not even that many different notes. I think. I guess it kind of falls. It's kind of talk singing, right? Yeah. They they do do a little bridge of some sort. But I think it's that and the beat because it's they're both such a beat. The boom ba ba ba. Yeah, I mean, my favorite part is the response. The call like, response, the harmonies. He did the mash. Me too. He did the mash. Okay, which is your which part? Monster is, mash. Okay. The monster mash. That and the wow. Exactly. That wow wow. Yeah, that's great. Wow. Those wow. are probably my. But I also like the whatever happens to my Transylvania twist. Like that shit's yeah. great. Yeah. Then you can monster mash. You know, you can tell, like, the, the story behind this song is, you know, the writer was basically, you know, an actor. I don't, I don't really know how much he actually acted. Bobby, this is Bobby Borup's picket we're talking about. And he was in a band called The Cordials. And, <laughs> oh, he was playing this song, Little Darling by the, by the Diamonds, at a, at a bar in Hollywood, I think. And he try, he did an imitation of Boris Karloff. Yeah. which he does in a lot of the song and the guy was like hey <laughs> more of that you should one of the guys in the band actually the co-writer of the song Leonard Lenny Capizzi more of that That's and then voice. they went and wrote this song in an hour and what's well, cool because they use like a bubble blower to like make the bubble sounds and like all the little yeah. like gimmicky yeah. sounds I, I was super surprised that it was 62 I mean because it almost sounds like a parody of a doo-wop but you know that was right. it, it was very current <laughs> the sound yeah it was right yeah. in with that kind of dance craze. I mean, it was it was kind of hopping on that to make money. I mean, that's that's one of the cool things about this song is the backstory of this is an actor. This song is very Hollywood, and this is a guy hustling and being like and coming up with a good idea and executing and having the talent to do it. I mean, you know, he's Lugosi, uh, Peter Lorre uh, as Igor. Like, I mean, he's mimicking all these Hollywood legends, classics from. 
the 30s and 40s and, and using those effects like it, it was almost like they went to a foley stage mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. used all these effects so there's just a very nice yeah. hollywood feel to the song well, so yeah. what did the uh the creaky door was a, a nail being pulled out of a board yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, it's fucking awesome it had to have been an old board though because you know when you pull nails out of like an old board it's got to be creaky mm-hmm. yeah. right like, it's got to be board. like an already cracked piece of wood new board don't have that kind of sound to it basically <laughs> no. well I, m- musically in this song the uh crypt kickers is the band and that uh involves mel taylor uh who was a drummer for the ventures is sometimes credited playing uh, <laughs> Gary S. Paxton, uh, the producer, uh, pianist Leon Russell, Johnny McRae, Leon Ricky Russell. Page, and Terry Berg. Yep, like Leon you know, Russell, Leon Russell, like Leon, yeah. like Leon Russell, Leon well, Russell. Yeah, he met, I think he sh- he was late to the original recording, and he's only on like the the second take, the Monster Mash party or something. <laughs> <laughs> he was late. <laughs> that probably cost him a lot of money. It's really funny just think about that dude doing that Boris Koth imitation, and that guy. It's like Michael, like Back to the Future, be like, "Hey man, you know that new sound you was looking for? Well, listen to this. This some asshole just doing like Boris Karloff imitations on stage. That's amazing. Uh, but, but like, it really is produced well, right? I mean, a lot of people make joke songs that are that we're not talking about that are useless. And frankly, I don't like comedy in songs. I think it's a gimmick. I think it's an easy way to get by. It's very easy. And in spite of all those, you know, typical misgivings I have about things like, I, I love this tune. Like, it, it, it's very, it's, you could, it's clearly formulaic, but it's not trying to be, you know, on the cutting edge of art or anything, you know, yeah. but it, it sticks with you. And what's cool is that it's very unique. This is tricky to do. It can entertain kids. It can entertain adults. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to do. One yeah. once once a year, once a year, once yes. a year. <laughs> once I'd, a year. I'd say the Halloween week. I don't mind hearing it. Any, I can hear any time in the month of but, Halloween, but October definitely not time. November first. No monster mash on November first. Yeah, and Halloween will be over Monday. So until then, why don't we uh, why don't we vibe? Why don't we Halloween? Why don't we monster mash vibe? Cue the music in three, a two, a one. Oh, boy. That was a good one. I like it. I wish this was a video pod for that one. So when do we want to hear this song? Um, On three, should we all say it? Or not be that cheesy? I don't know what we're going to say. Three, two, one. Halloween Halloween. party. Oh. (laughs) Christmas morning. (laughs) Around Halloween, it's good about any time. I've never heard anytime, anyone be like, oh, God, not Monster Mash again. Anytime <laughs> in the month of October, I'm fine with that. I'm totally uh, fine with it. No, I'm going latter half. I'm going post-October. No, I'm going post-October 20th, I think. Yeah. No, I'll go post-15th. I'll go 15th. Halfway through the month, I can hear it. And first of November, I'm out. I don't want to hear it again until next October fifteenth. You, so you so you are you just telling me like once you're done with it, you're just done. You don't even fucking want to talk to it. You don't want to hear about it. You don't have you anything don't to do with it. it. Once you use it for your purposes, you're just done with it. Yeah, I don't I don't I definitely don't like that song as much as you guys do. That's for that's, <laughs> but I'm that's just saying, for there's sure. no follow up, there's no call, there's no nothing. There's no call. I'm not I'm not calling and being like, guys, can we get some more mash? Um, you're not, you're not like, unless not, it's mashed potato time. If I'm going back to that time, I'm going to go to mashed potato time, which this song took the melody from. Hey, so. Monster Mash, you up? <laughs> I'll be like, cha-cha slide, mashed potato time, or the Monster Mash. You know, The rest of the year, I won't cha-cha slide or mashed potato time or twist. Whoa. 
Monster Mash. I don't think I've ever heard the mashed potato song. I, when I think about it, I only think about that. Land of Thousand Dances. Land of Thousand Dances. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I didn't even know there were different songs. <laughs> well, the the only time I'm doing the Land of a Thousand Dances is when I'm under the influence. So no, no, we? No, no, we should write a song about a bunch of dancers that don't exist. They're just, just uh, talking yes. about how cool they are, but no one knows what they are. That'll be the B-side to our Thanksgiving yeah. hit. You started That's off, our, Johnny. The fucking Lazy Boy Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good start. It's a good start. We can work with that. With the deliver? Exactly. <laughs> well, now that we're all comfy in the lazy, lazy boy, why don't we uh, slide under the influence, talk about what influenced this song, what it, influ- what was, it was influenced by, and what you would uh, recommend listening to if you like this song. <laughs> Jonathan, what do you think? Mm, it was definitely influenced by, you know, obviously clearly doo-wop. Um, I, I'd be curious to see if if this came out before or after the Adams Family or the Munsters. I say Adams Family would have been first. I'd be curious to see how those fell yeah, in the crossover there. It just kind of has that that vibe, and then I'm not gonna say musically it led to uh, you know Alice Cooper and that shit because it's really doo wop. Yeah, but, but actually, you know, I was thinking about we were talking earlier about evil music and scary music. And I can't believe we left out the most significant, terrifying artist in popular music. Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson. (laughs) Because of Thriller. Because of Thriller. Yeah, yeah. Yes, only because of Thriller. Because of, I don't know what I mean, because of Thriller, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Neil, what you got for influence, bud? Um, Well, I don't know. I think Johnny covered what influenced it. I think moving forward, just uh, kitschy songs. Certainly, um, the whole performance of Rocky Horror Picture Show is definitely very monster mashy. Songs like Werewolves of London, just that kind of like oh, spooky, nice. cool vibe. Nice. Obviously, the song was influenced by the mashed potato time doo wop in Hollywood, as we've said. Why don't we roll under the covers for a few turns? <laughs> And uh, talk about the covers we heard. I listened to three. I listened to Andrew Gold with Linda Ronstadt on backing, Mm -hmm. which is a pretty good version of the song, actually. Sounds great. The Misfits, the kind of punky version. Oh, I heard that. Not as good as I thought it would be. It's real bad. Was it the... It it says Misfits and John Cafario. I don't know if it's like a how officially licensed... It is, or if it's just kind of loosely. It was associated. released as as the Misfits. Yeah, I suppose. You know. um, and then I heard the Disney cover with Goofy singing it. Mm, cool. And also a no, just a straight <laughs> up no on that. And like listening to Goofy sing for more Wait. than like fifteen seconds. Where did not you find something that? I want to do. Uh, on Spotify. Cool. I, I would try to do a Goofy impersonation, but I cannot. Yeah, the only other one I listened to was the Beach Boys. Um, I don't know who was singing the lead, but when the harmonies come in, sounds sounds great. Sounds like the Beach Boys. Which is, yeah, yeah, I bet. Jonathan, how many covers did you listen to this week? Um, well, let me go ahead and give an extra disclaimer that this is the time to put the kitties, kitties to bed. Um, <laughs> because uh, I listened to a, a, a version, it's kind of a parody version on Funny or Die. Yeah, they, they they change it from Monster Mash 
to the monster fuck. <laughs> what? Okay. And it, very, uh, is, it is the most creative. obscene thing I've heard in a long time. Um, Does it say they do the fuck? They do, they do the monster fuck. Yeah, but did they say <laughs> they do the fuck? Yes. The and, monster and fuck. Some, some of the, the highlights fuck. are, what is it? Uh, Bigfoot was giving the headless horseman head. Um, what is I hate it? when lyrics put the same word in twice. No, but one this one works, though, because it's the pun, the headless horseman head. Um, it says, um, the mummy let out a horny moan when Medusa's bare tits turned his dick to stone. That's a fucking classic. <laughs> I line. like that. That's a good line. <laughs> that's, that's quality stuff right there. Uh, uh, Dra- Dracula gagged from the jizz in his throat, which is like, Jesus. I mean, I don't blush much, but this is uh, pr- pretty You're blushing now. Pretty I just heavy you stuff. I just love that you listen to the Disney Goofy version. I'm listening to the Monster Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listening to Goofy go, the Monster Mash. <laughs> but um, it, it, it has some it, it has some terrible moments, but it has some uh, some some pretty clever moments. So uh, You know, it, it sounds like it's worth listening just for the Medusa turning that dick to stone yeah. line. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, this is the adult version of the, uh, the Monster Mash. So if you're looking to get Can't real wait. rowdy on Halloween... Yeah, <laughs> after hours. Um, it's a rowdy and Randy situation here. The rowdy well, so Randy. All's fair since we're under the covers, Jonathan. Oh my god. <laughs> the ones revoke. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty funny. Oh, oh, of- oh, I forgot. There's an incestuous moment between Igor and his dad, which is just <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you kidding me? Is Igor Dracula's son? No, Igor is <laughs> Doctor Frankenstein's ask. assistant, I believe. Uh, uh, I didn't know he had such an interesting and tumultuous relationship with his father, though. I'd never seen that. In, Papa Igor? I guess. Yeah. That'd be um, funny if his dad was Eeyore from the Winnie the Pooh books. <laughs> oh, actually, the full line is, the fucking was wet. There was spooge like mad. Igor decided to fuck his own dad. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, so, gosh. anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a tearjerker. Oh man! Speaking of fucking your own dad, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Neil, how does the shoe fit? Good God, fellas! It fits great, but only once a year for Halloween. Whatever costume you're wearing, whatever your Halloween costume shoe is, that's what it fits like. Well, what what is yours gonna fit like this year, Neil? Uh, sneakers, because I'm going to see a movie on Halloween. Nice. Okay. Halloween Jonathan, kills. how does the shoe fit? It fits like a, like a, a really nice, well-made Italian loafer that my fucking Wolfman feet just explode as my they turn hairy and they just fucking uh-huh. fly apart. I dig it. I dig mm-hmm. it. Uh, mine fit. This song fits like a roll of toilet paper. What? You know, the mommy kind of the roll of toilet paper. And then, just in terms of this song, in my opinion, is you know where, where do you fit this roll of toilet paper? Though I'm still not clear where you're fitting it. I roll I roll the toilet paper around my feet individually, huh. and then up my leg and around my torso, and over my arms. And pray it doesn't rain. And then over my back. <laughs> <laughs> and then pray well, it pray doesn't it rain. Does rain. And then take an umbrella out with me. It's like, mommy, there's a guy with fucking toilet paper. On, <laughs> there's a guy wrapped in melting. toilet paper with an umbrella. Uh, that's not an umbrella honey close your eyes <laughs> pop uh, <laughs> well on that note 
Happy Halloween! This is definitely the scariest episode we've ever done. That's for fucking sure. This is the one that got us fucking the pitchforks came out and all the fucking townspeople this is, this come is, after this us. Is po- this is Pod giving fucking Halloween to you. Um, <laughs> and we're going to give you more Halloween with our cover of Monster Mash. Happy Halloween, everybody. Silence! Yeah. I was working in my lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his slab did rise and then suddenly to my surprise he did the monster mash it was a graveyard smash it caught on in a flash he did the monster mash from my laboratory in the castle east the bedroom where the vampires feast The ghouls all came from their humble abode To get a joke from my electrodes They did the monster mash It was a graveyard smash It caught on in a flash They did the monster mash Yes, the zombies were having fun The party had just begun. Yes, the guest included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. Yes, the scene was rocking and digging the sounds. With Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Keeper Five. They played the Monster Mash. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash They did the monster mash Out from his coffin Dracula's voice did ring Seems he was troubled By just one thing Opened the lid Shook his fist and said Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the monster mash And it's a graveyard smash It caught on in a flash now the monster mash Now everything is cool Drax part of the band And my monster mash Is the hit of the land For you the living This song was meant to When you get to my door Tell them boys sent you And you can monster mash It was a graveyard smash It caught on in a flash It was the monster mash Ego, you impetuous boy! Get back in your cage, damn it! Ah! Daniel! Ah! Oh, you are! The cover you just heard was performed by Johnny Horton and his Red Wedding Band. Thanks for listening to Pod Gave Rock and Roll to you. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and rate on Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, or wherever you listen. If you'd like to communicate with us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram under the handle at PodGaveRock. Next week is Neil's week, so Neil, what will we be discussing? Huey Lewis and the News, The Power of Love. Can't wait!